Boosting your immune system with lifestyle choices like eating various healthy nutrients while avoiding the unhealthy habits really supports your energy healing. Even though I use energy healing daily, practicing healthy habits has helped me become healthier now at 68 than I was in my early 40s. Today's broadcast is about your gut. Yes, your intestinal system is key to your immune system. And right in the middle of that is bacteria. Yes, you heard right, bacteria. Right now, you're listening to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Chopolis. You can benefit from the power of vibrational healing, which combines physics with ancient healing arts to develop a powerful system that has amplified results for hundreds of people, including healing students. You can discover more about scientific healing and the deceptively simple healing processes to boost your health in ways you might not have thought possible. Go to scientifichealer.com forward slash immune to boost your immune system in 14 steps. Today, I'm going to be talking about the 15th. So, bacteria exist everywhere on your skin, inside and out. We are part of a symbiotic system with bacteria to help provide you with what you need to stay alive. It is key to your immune system. It keeps the pathogens at bay. It produces vitamins and neurotransmitters. There are two to three times the number of bacteria as there are cells in your body. You have microbiomes on your skin, your gut, your private parts, your mouth, anywhere on and in you. In this broadcast, I'm going to focus on your gut. And then next time, I'm going to talk about your skin. In order for these to be healthy, you need, meaning these, your microbiome, you need to have at least 85% beneficial bacteria to the 15% pathogenic bacteria. Your gut bacteria are key to your immune system. Dysbiosis, which is an imbalance in the microbiome, occurs when the pathogenic bacteria start taking over. Symptoms that you might notice are gas, cramps, or the more serious digestive issues like SIBO, which is small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, Crohn's, IBS, colitis, leaky gut. The latter, the leaky gut, leads to a whole host of autoimmune problems that you might not have realized were part of your gut system. So what are those beneficial bacteria? You most likely heard of these, especially if you read the outside of your yogurt container. They contain several varieties of lactobacillus or bifidobacterium. They proliferate when you take care of them and your, and your health and die off when you do certain things. So we're going to get into that today. Pathogens, on the other hand, include things like E. coli, Listeria, H. pylori, which causes ulcers, Salmonella, Staphylococcus. These can infect you in really serious ways. Just to be sure, there are actually four types of pathogens, bacteria, fungi, like what causes athlete's foot or uh, candida, viruses, you know all about those, <laughs> 
and parasites. And especially viruses are big in the news lately. They include, they cause things like common colds, coronaviruses, and HIV. Parasites are separate living things like amoeba that can invade your intestines and cause serious problems. Of the bacteria in your body, there are about a thousand different species that have been discovered, and they think that that's about one, uh, that's between one and 10% of the possible bacteria that are there. It's just that most of them fall, are about 80% of them, and the other 20% are something that they haven't, uh, you know, that are out of that, uh, out of that popular range. The beneficial bacteria in your gut weigh between two and five pounds. The estimate is that there are about 150 trillion bacteria. We have about 50 trillion cells. That's a huge, huge number and it's almost impossible to imagine right and they generally it's about a thousand times more than there are people on the earth right and they're generally about one micrometer in size or a millionth of a meter across or a thousand thousands of a millimeter if you maintain the ratio of at least 85 percent good bacteria in your gut you will not generally suffer from dysbiosis and here are the benefits of your healthy gut. It helps digest food such as fiber, which does not normally break down in that digestive process. It modulates your immune system. You bring in foreign food to eat and it contains bacteria and other pathogens. Your gut is the first place they need to be taken care of. It produces neurotransmitters such as serotonin, melatonin, and dopamine, all beneficial to your well-being. It controls appetite and weight. Back in the 1950s, if a healthy microbiome was transplanted into a sick and even overweight person, it helped that person get well and, and lean down. This kind of research was ongoing to help people's immune system and it worked. A good healthy gut also regulates your good cholesterol and blood sugar. It helps break down food to help you absorb the nutrients. So here's how to maintain your healthy microbiome. And there are things you probably didn't even realize caused problems there, but you might have felt the symptoms. I know that I did and I was very surprised. So your guide to a healthy microbiome actually starts in your mouth. You need safe toothpaste and mouthwash. No antibacterial agents or artificial sweeteners except xylitol and stevia are okay. So I'll get to why that is in just a moment. Eat a diverse array of whole organic produce, especially with fiber like leafy greens. Bitter foods, for some reason, especially feed the beneficial bacteria and they boost the immune system as well. Eat probiotic, or not pro, prebiotic foods like artichokes, bananas, asparagus, and apples. You can actually get prebiotics in powder form and it really helps uh, populate your gut with good bacteria. 
probiotics. Now, <laughs> avoid dairy for the most part. Most people do not have the enzymes to digest dairy properly and it acidifies the body. So it actually counteracts the effect of calcium that is in the milk itself. So you can get your probiotics another way. You can either get it in tablet form, you can buy the, the stuff in a jar in the refrigerator in a lot of health food stores. You can eat things like sauerkraut, um, kombucha, but watch those teas. A lot of them are very, very sweet. And then here's what you really need to avoid, sugar. It's the worst thing. It feeds all the back, bad bacteria. Anything with a high glycemic load like white bread, flour, potatoes, and they will feed the pathogenic bacteria so they thrive and grow. I mean, even when I eat too many raisins, I notice that I get kind of gassy in there and that's a signal that the wrong ones are, are growing, right? Avoid gluten. The newer crossbred strains of grains are shown to damage your gut lining. And on top of that, they have irradiated, irradiated the strains, the DNA of the strains to help uh, produce what it is they want to produce. And those have damaged DNA and they consequently affect your health, right? And they are shown to damage your gut lining, creating uh, autoimmune problems for so many. In other words, you can they'll heal and, and then get damaged and heal and get damaged and heal and eventually the damage stays. And the, that allows your food to go into your bloodstream and causes all kinds of pain for people. Like I'll notice if I have any grains at all, I'll notice that my joints on my fingers start hurting, right? Avoid glyphosate found in Roundup-type herbicides especially. These are known to kill off your gut bacteria. When they tested them on humans, it didn't affect your human life, it affected your bacterial life really, really badly. That means that most corn, oats, wheat, and soy will contain minute quantities of this material. And I just discovered actually today that conventionally grown almonds also have uh, because the almond milk um, demand has grown the um, number of acres of almond farms and they are using it, right? So it's going into almonds. So buy organic there when possible. And you may also have to watch which animals ate those products because their flesh will also contain the glyphosate and their milk or cheese will be contaminated as well. So one tip is I, if I'm going to eat cheese, I usually buy cheese that has been produced in Europe because they don't allow that kind of thing in their, they don't allow glyphosate anywhere in their farming practices. Yes, it's a little more expensive, but for me, it's totally worth it. Plus their cheese tastes phenomenal, right? Okay, so here's the surprise. Artificial sweeteners, including saccharone, saccharin, sucralose, aspartame, can wipe out the gut bacteria very quickly, much like antibiotics. 
And I noticed this when I was having a an, a, a sugar-free Ricola thinking, because I had a sore throat, thinking that it was better for me than having the sugar. <laughs> so neither of them are actually good. It's better to drink tea, right? And so I noticed that I was getting kind of like bubbles in my belly and I'm going like, what's going on? And it turned out, I read up on what was in the, the ingredients and it turned out that yes, it was, there was a little bit of aspartame in there to help boost the sweetness. And that was causing the problem. So things like xylitol, erythritol, monk fruit, and stevia do not seem to affect the healthy gut bacteria, but some people will notice extra gas with xylitol and erythritol. These are called sugar alcohols. They are metabolized differently than sugar and they do not feed the pathogenic bacteria, right? So of course the obvious is antibiotics because the antibiotics will kill anything biotic inside you and including meats treated by it. So conventionally grown beef, they eat the, their normal food is grass. That's what they thrive on, right? So they have to, they should be eating grass because that's what cows were evolved to do. And to make shortcuts, they have been giving them corn. And corn is generally grown with, um, uh, well, corn will cause the, the poor cow all kinds of stomach dysbiosis, and then they get sick, so they give them the antibiotics to prevent it. And on, on top of that, the corn has glyphosate, which also causes dysbiosis, right? So it's a, like a double whammy on that poor cow. And then um, sanitizers and skin products with chemicals is, uh, with chemicals that kill bacteria, people use that, um, these, and have affected their, their gut microbiome. Why? They keep using it on their hands because they don't have access to a faucet at any time, like you go to a grocery store and they use it on their hands and then they don't watch. They'll eat something and the stuff will be on their hands, thinking their hands are clean. And what happens is that it goes down into their gut and affects their microbiome. And any antibacterial mouth products, remember those old Listerine commercials? How <laughs> I don't know, some of you are probably not old enough to remember those, but they were always emphasizing that the germs cause bad breath and that they could rinse their mouth with this stuff and it would get rid of the germs, when in actuality a good flossing would do you a whole lot better, right? So any antibacterial mouth products. So... Other supportive activities for a healthy microbiome include, of course, getting plenty of sleep because that's when the repair of your body happens and when your cortisol levels dip. Drink at least two quarts or two liters of clear water per day. That doesn't mean coffee or tea. It means water, right? Exercise 20, day, 20 minutes a day minimum because it helps stimulate your lymph system right? Your lymph system doesn't have its own pump, so it helps stimulate that lymph system to get things moving and your toxins out of you. 
de-stress your life. Aside from walking, a short 10 to 15 minute healing audio will help de-stress you fast. And one way, another is some deep breathing exercises by taking a deep breath in and holding it for a few seconds and then releasing it and doing that two or three times and then do it a couple times a day will also help. So you can get a free audio at scientifichealer.com forward slash wake up brain. You can also ask your body to heal, right? If you get into one of those meditative states or when you're out walking, you can just imagine it healing itself, right? And get into gratitude. This is also to help drop your cortisol levels, right? And those, and those are, that's about the summary of these tips. They'll all, this will all be in the show notes. And you can find my other immune tips at scientifichealer.com forward slash immune. And be on the lookout for the next episode on taking care of your skin microbiome to improve your immune system and health. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this broadcast helpful, please give me a thumbs up or five star rating, share it with your friends, and please subscribe to this channel. This is Dr. Anastasia Chopolis until I see you in the next video.